Hello, this is Jessica Lynn Jimeno, and you are listening to Flip Switch, the podcast and blog that helps teens and 20-somethings understand depression and bipolar disorder. Today I'm talking to a young woman named Amelia. Amelia co-wrote Good Enough, a play featuring the true stories of five remarkable women who have experienced depression or bipolar disorder. Amelia will read a passage from Good Enough and give us the backstory. At www.thebalancemind.org forward slash flipswitch forward slash podcast, you can hear another podcast I did on this show featuring one of the actresses called Reunion Between Childhood Friends Leads to Play on Mental Illness. At our site, you will also find other stories of hope over mental illness. Good Enough is a production of theater company Erasing the Distance, and you can catch it on May 14th, 15th, 21st, and 22nd of 2012 in Chicago. Now, let's hear from Amelia. My name is Amelia. I am 25 years old. I am a story collector for Erasing the Distance. Erasing the Distance is a nonprofit organization that uses theater combined with mental health testimonials to help ease stigma around mental illness. Do you have any personal experience of mental illness? I am a student at the Chicago School of Professional Psychology, and I'm doing some therapy clients right now. Can you tell us about your upcoming show, Good Enough? Good Enough is five true stories of five different women and their struggles of bipolar disorder or depression. The title Good Enough has to do with that feeling of what is good enough to yourself, to a parent, to a loved one, to live. What is that feeling of good enough? How do you search for it? How do you make peace with it? Especially if you're battling something like depression or bipolar disorder. I, as a story collector, see the unedited version of the story. I sat with a young woman named Julie for over an hour, and we talked, and then what I did was I transcribed the story, so then sculpted down into a monologue. Can you read part of the monologue for Julie? Sure. I had, like, this very clear moment. I borrowed my friend's car because I was working on a show. Oh, I do theater. I'm a writer and a director. I hate driving in the city because it is so stressful. I can't do it. And so, like, a car would change lanes in front of me, and I would just burst into tears because I couldn't handle the stress. It was bizarre and overwhelming, just the fear of the world in that moment. Then the Jenny Mitchell song, Both Sides Now, came on. I just burst into tears and was like, okay, if I weren't living, I would never hear this song again. And it's not even my favorite song, but it just really spoke to me in that moment, and it was just like the most beautiful thing I had ever heard. I think of it as the song that firmly saved my life because in that moment I just knew that I had to get out. I had to sort of clean slate things. I was in a place where I couldn't count on myself for anything at all. Hi there. This is Susan Resco, Executive Director of the Balanced Mind Foundation. I just wanted to butt in here for a minute to remind you that Flip Switch is the production of the Balanced Mind Foundation. We depend on support from listeners like you to keep this podcast coming to you for free. Please, if you like what you hear, consider making a contribution to help us cover our production costs. Look for the green donate button on our website, thebalancemind.org, and while you're there, 
Take a moment to sign up for our e-newsletter or friend us on Facebook, where we post FlipSwitch podcasts and blogs. Our website, again, is thebalancemind.org. Thanks so much. Now, back to our show. What takeaway message would you like viewers to have after watching Good Enough? Depression and bipolar are labels of human experience. And I hope that this show demonstrates that feelings of depression or feelings of confliction similar to bipolar disorder are not just isolated to a clinical environment or to people who need psychologists or psychiatrists. These are human emotions that we all feel to some extent. And I think that by looking at good enough objectively, we can help break down our own biases about what it's like to be depressed or bipolar and be a little more empathetic to what that really means. These emotions are so universal that the good news about that is it should be a little bit easier to help a friend or family member who is going through that diagnosis, dealing with it, even if we ourselves never have to bear that exact burden. Exactly. What diagnosis means is the intensity in which you feel an emotion. So I believe that we all, to some extent, feel a lot of things that mental illness individuals feel. It's just the intensity. So when you look at these women standing in front of you telling their stories, or these actors portraying their stories, rather, just know that they're feeling it to an intensity that maybe you yourself haven't felt. But if you can imagine those moments in your life when you have felt depressed, or you felt down, or conflicted, or just worried... Just understand that there are individuals who have felt that more intensely and it's taken over their lives. But that doesn't make them any less human. That doesn't make them have something wrong with them. In fact, it's something to be empathetic with, that they've had to deal with this and you can empathize because you felt that to some degree yourself. It's very universal. Now, I, as I understand it, there's a Q&A portion at the end of every show. Right. My best question and answer session was actually my first. And Matthew, who was the subject of my story, who was my storyteller, was also there, which is completely unheard of as far as I know. I, I haven't heard from Bridget that any other storyteller has been so open about, by the way, that's my story. So I just remember how well he was received. So Matthew's story was about his struggles with cerebral palsy and how his being handicapped in that way or disabled in that way caused him a lot of depression because it's not something that he's ever going to be able to get rid of. He stepped on out of that stage and the crowd went wild because his story had moved him. And I don't know if that young man had felt that much acceptance in his life because his story was very raw and very emotional and so true and so vulnerable. And to have a group of complete strangers stand on their feet and cheer because they see your strength it's moving in a way that I have never experienced before. What is the most surprising part of working with Erasing the Distance? I never work on a story without getting something out of it. I've worked on an OCD story, I've worked on two depression stories, and then as Matthew's story dealt with disability and Julie's story dealt with suicide. And I never walk away without having realize a little bit more about myself and a little bit more about the world around me. I don't struggle with any of these things that my storytellers have told me, but there is such a universality about their feelings and about their experiences that it's, it's an honor to be with these people and to help 
honor their stories with erasing the distance. So even though there's a lot of hours spent transcribing and you know I'm a graduate student so I don't have a lot of time but I keep coming back for more because there is something so great about this organization and what it does that I can't not volunteer. I feel like they're letting me do something great instead of me volunteering for them. To conclude, don't miss Good Enough. Opening night is Monday, May 14th. But you can also catch the show on May 15th, 21st, and finally, May 22nd. For tickets, go to www.erasingthedistance.org. Remember, you can always hear other podcasts and read my blogs by visiting www.thebalancemind.org forward slash flip switch forward slash podcast. Leave a comment. Be heard. Follow me on Twitter. My handle is at FlipSwitchTeens. Until we meet again, this is Jessica Lynn Jimeno signing off and saying thank you for listening to FlipSwitch.